Good morning, baseball fans. It is February 26th. It is a Sunday. This is season two, episode 10 of Bourbon and Baseball. I'm Susie. You see Shelby over there. Hurrah, Shelby's back. Back and better. (sighs) We've missed you. I say we like, I have a mouse in my pocket. (laughs) I say we like, I've missed you. Our listeners have missed you. Uh, we've all missed you, Shelby. So thank you, know. you. thank you. Yeah. Do you feel love? I do feel loved. Um, you know, I got to um, do some pretty cool things last weekend. It was pretty fun. Tell me what you got to do, Shelby. I got asked to come throw out the first pitch at my town's little league opening day. That's some big and shit right t- there, man. When I tell you that it was the cutest shit I've ever seen, like. Four or five, you know, they're announcing the teams and there's these little girls, you know, they got their little pink cleats on and they're just like the angry chicks. That was one of the the team names. I love it. Yeah, it was so cute. So cute. And then I got to watch my, watch my uh, washed up former high school classmates play in an alumni baseball game. Were you in said alumni baseball game? I was not in said alumni baseball game, Um, but it was quite hilarious. Um, and it, it was fun. It was a good time. Good. Okay. Uh, so while you feel the love, Shelby, um, we as a podcast have not really been feeling the love. So this is for all of our listeners out there. We love y'all. I know that at some point you guys have loved us just a little, um, but I'm going to need y'all to step your game up. Okay. So like the five-star reviews, I'm going to need you to get, get on those. Okay. So Apple, Spotify, please and thank you. We are up to 129 subscribers on yeah. YouTube's Shelby. 129. I'm I'm shocked and amazed. Um, so y'all can't tell me shit now because you know 129 <laughs> of y'all like listen to us and like tune in and stuff. So anyhow, uh, but if you guys like what you hear, please and thank you. Go. Give us five stars. Give us a review. No scathing reviews, though, okay? Because it hurts my feelings, all right? Just all of the nice, all the nice words. What I would feelings? appreciate that, okay? What what feelings? Look, I have like three of them in my cold, dead heart that is mostly black, all right? <laughs> and you'll hurt the three feelings that I have, Shelby, all right? Like, I don't, I don't understand why you think that I'm this prickly cactus, okay? Even though... Currently, I'm wearing a shirt that says, I like dogs and maybe three people. <laughs> um, so for our, for our audio, our audio only listeners, go, go check out the YouTubes. It's, it's a cute shirt, um, which leads me into my rant, Shelby. Oh, rant. Okay. I have questions and rant. Do I, do I have answers or are we looking for answers elsewhere? I don't know. Maybe, maybe you have answers. You are a, you are a youngin. You are younger than I am because I am ancient. However, we all know. I have said time and time again on this show that God knew what the fork He was doing. Oh, side note: I did not give the warning. I'm sorry, peoples. I did not give the warning. If you are a first-time listener to the show, just know that there are many f bombs being dropped. And normally alcohol is consumed, but today only water is consumed because I have a super awesome sinus headache. Um, 
<laughs> Shelby also has her reasons for, you know, uh, and inappropriate teenage boy humor. Okay. All of those things happen on the show. If that's not your jam, if for some reason your children are listening to us, also probably not the best idea for them to listen. Um, that's not my deal to judge you, though. So, like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. You do you, bro. I'm, I'm just going to be over here doing me. So, um, question, Shelby. Okay, maybe answer. Let's do it. Maybe answer. Okay. If, go away. Thank you. That, that's me being a super good mom telling my children to go away while we record because A1 parenting over here. Question. God knew what he was doing when he did not give me yiddies and the ability to do math, right? Because he knew, he knew that I would not act appropriately. I would rule the world. Got it. Got it. Okay. okay. Fair enough. And just post all the thirst traps. All the thirst traps. Only okay? fans. He knew. However, why are people triggered when I say God didn't give me titties, yet will totally be okay if I say God did not bless me with a healthy bosom? Two different, two different connotations. Right? Right? Why? They mean the same goddamn thing. Why? God, hell, I don't know. That isn't... What? <laughs> I realize I realize the word titties don't offend you, Shelby. I know. I know. It's not. But I, w- I wasn't accosted. That's not the word. That- I was um, not even shamed. I, the, the question was asked why I throw out the word titties so often. Because as a woman, apparently, I'm not supposed to say the word titties because that's vulgar or something. What I don't you- know. I'm like, I'm like, obviously, you don't know me at all because... But that so that that so that was question A. Okay. So if if any of our listeners are, I guess I don't know, triggered by the word titties, you probably wouldn't be listening to the show anyways. However, if you do listen to the word to the show and are triggered by that, but are not triggered by the phrase heavily bosomed, healthy bosom, any sort of bosom reference, explain to me why. Okay. Twitter. Instagram. Yeah. What is it? What does it matter? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Here's, here's my rant. I don't know if you saw what I posted yesterday. We're going to get into this conversation, but people are just wasting their their energy on dumb shit right now. Like really dumb shit, like pitch clock, wasted energy, wasted energy. Anyways, we'll get into that. Okay. But that's one of those things like you just wasted energy to Think about it. Get fired up about it. Probably post about it. I did not post about it on my social media because, you know, whatever. Because I wanted to save it for this. Because I, I had questions. I had questions. Yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't understand. But that leads me into my next question. I was watching TikTok videos. I obviously don't, don't make TikTok videos because I'm 93 years old. And TikTok videos take me 43 years to make. Anyhow. I was watching these TikTok videos of these girls that are heavily bosomed and beautiful, gorgeous. But when I tell you, Shelby, when I tell you 
that when I'm actually watching said TikTok, this is what they sounded like. Hi, I'm just so excited about this new product that I'm about to show you. Yeah. And yeah. I, I just love it so much. Yeah. Why? If you're that if, if you're that fucking excited about it, can you put some meditation in it? Can you can you put your fucking chest into it? Like can you <laughs> obviously, obviously when I'm not watching this TikTok because I am just I'm just waiting on pins and needles for your review. I am obviously watching this TikTok for for your yiddies. I is it is it a is it a is it a young person thing? Is am I old? Does this officially cross me into the old person genre because I need some sort of expression in my life? Tell me. No, I don't. I mean, like I don't TikTok, but like if you're you you, you have to. give the same energy that you expect to receive, right? And I feel like that's just a normal, like, common sense thing in life, right? You would think, you would think, but apparently, apparently common sense is few and far between, because I, I don't know. We don't get the whole I, mysterious thing, like, you don't be no mysterious shit. I don't get that. I don't like all that. I don't like that. Fucking dry as a box of rocks. Okay, so... I don't know if you if you are a if you are a podcaster or if you are a YouTuber or a TikToker or whatnot and you want people to fucking listen to you, I'm gonna need you to put some intonation into your voice. Okay, I'm gonna need you to get fired. If you're fired up about it, I need you to be fired up about it. And don't and don't and don't Here sound like this because all of the things. No, stop it. Life so lessons today. Life that's lessons me. today. That's me. Anyhow, so we're gonna get into it because you know that's you didn't tune into Bourbon and Baseball for Yiddy Talk, right? You talk about cities, yeah. Um, it's about Manny Machado signing a 3,000-year deal for a bajillion dollars, right? Get your so, fucking bag, Manny. Get your fucking bag. I'm here for it. I love it. Okay, so actual, actual terms, actual terms. 11 um, years. 11-year extension for $350 million, right? So my question to you, Shelby, is A, did Manny Bachado ever actually really want, was really going to opt out? Or was that just a, hey, guess what? I'm going to say that I'm opt out, but I just really like it here. I am a leader in the clubhouse. I've turned into a leader of the clubhouse. I'm going to need you to pay me my money. Uh, I I don't think he was ever really going to opt out, but I, I think, I think it was one of those things like, Hey, like you're going to miss me. Like it's, it was a chase. I think it was totally a chase chase move. Okay. Love it. Love it. So I, he got his bag. He got his bag. And I obviously, so he had six years and $180, $180, $180 million remaining on the contract. He signed with the Padres prior to the 2019 season. But he also had an opt-out clause in that deal, which he could have exercised following the 23 season, which he came out and said that he was going to do, right? So I I honestly, good for good for Manny Machado, because when we talk about elite third baseman, he is he's up there, right? Oh, easy. Easy. I think he might be the best. Like, I I don't understand the hate around Manny Machado because there are some fans that hate Manny Machado. And is that, is that from Red Sox Dodgers? Is it Red Sox? And Dodgers? I don't, is that, are those the two yeah, teams? I don't, I don't know. I mean, like, he's great. I mean, like, 
I don't understand why you would not like Manny Machado. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Maybe so it's a new age because he's kind of a new age guy, right? I don't, I don't, I think it's, I don't think it's Padres Manny Machado that they hate. I think it's former Manny Machado that they hate. And I don't, I obviously did not pay attention to any other teams besides the Astros when he was on those teams. So I don't <laughs> know what his behavior was like, but from what I'm gathering, it, he was, he was a punk. Apparently he was not, I guess he wasn't a good team guy. I don't, I don't know. And I, I mean, didn't. He was, he was an Oriole. He was, he was an Oriole. No, right? Was... No, no, I did not know that. Shelby. <laughs> like, I, never, I don't think I know of a Baltimore Oriole that anybody's ever hated. Manny Machado. Apparently. <laughs> Ta-da! I don't get it. But there, there is, there is, so, I, yeah, I don't know. I, and I obviously I did not put enough thought into it to go and research the former teams of Manny Machado and the incidents that caused the hatred of him. But I think in that clubhouse, he is, he is the, not the salty veteran, but he has pulled himself up by his bootstraps and he's like, Hey, guess what? We're, we're in this now. Like, no, I, and I thousand percent agree. We've talked about it before. What was it? Uh, last year when he went absolutely ballistic. I think on Tatis in the dugout was it last year? Mm-hmm. I think so. And yeah, I, I love it. Like that's a team of pretty young talent, right? And their their behavior and their, I guess, really not their behavior, but their energy is different than right. anybody else in Major League Baseball. And so, if anybody's going to be able to control it at a high level, I think it's Manny Machado. Right. Well, and also, I think another reason why I, Nelson Cruz got signed over there was to was to kind of be that angel on Tatis's shoulder. Uh, Look, sir, I realize that you are an amazing player at 23 years old, but I'm going to need you to sit your ass down and not get ringworm and ride motorcycles. OK, I feel like there's very few people that could, you know, calm him down. To... Oh, yeah. No. And uh, have the Padres just established the best left side of baseball? I, I don't know. Juan Soto's still out there, so I'm going to go. Oh, no. God. <laughs> I'm going to say <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Um, look, Juan Soto was in mid-season gold glove. Fucking terrible. When I saw him drop that pop up, I was like, "That, about right, about right." Gold glove, Juan Soto, showing off. Um, We're gonna we're gonna speak it into existence, Shelby, because you know we've had Dallas Braden on the podcast. So eventually, the Bourbon and Baseball podcast is going to be one of these nationally recognized shows where lots of players are going to come on, and at some point in time. Juan Soto is going to come on and he's going to be salty as fuck with us. Okay. Like oh, I just, a thousand yeah. percent, but that's okay. Because you know what? Like, I feel like, I feel like Juan Soto would be like, Hey, yeah, you're right. I probably, I probably should have caught that pop up. No, so you want to know what fair. he's going to say? I'm, I'm one of the fucking best hitters in baseball. I don't have to have a great look. <laughs> that's exactly that's what he's going to say. And I'm going to be fair. like, touche. That's pretty much what I'm going to do. You're right. You're so also right. Fair. So, <laughs> Um, cheers to you, Manny Machado, for getting your bag. And also, are they, are they, 
are they drug running? Is 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 Scyther just he's spending money like he's his Uncle Steve? So I need to know: is there? It's not just the mitts. It's not just the mitts. There's there's money being spent by other teams that are not the Mets and Steve Cohen. But you have, yeah, but you have, mm, see, I want to say, like, you have to spend to win, but the Astros don't have the highest That's true. at all, that's, right? That's true. But, but then again, but then again, the Astros are known for building in-house. They yes. grow with them. They grow with yes. it. Question then, do you think Juan Soto is going to stay then? I do. Do you think he will, do you think he will, quote unquote, take a hometown discount? No. Okay. No. So Peter, Peter Seidler is basically just saying, you know what? Like, we're doing this thing. We're doing the damn thing. I'm going to pay the money. I will run the drugs. I will... That that that's not libel. Sorry, Peter Southern. Like I don't know your I don't know your shit. Like you maybe maybe you're just eating beans, and you have no <laughs> furniture in your house because you are paying all of your baseball players. I don't know, right? Like I don't know. Kudos to you though for putting a fantabulous product on the field and you know jersey sales and a hundred and fifty thousand people at FanFest. Kudos. So he's gonna make it back, right? So. All right, well, so that's that's Shelby. Shelby thinks that Juan Soto will be a Padre next year. I don't, I don't give a fuck at where he goes, just as long as he doesn't come to the Astros. So what? Oh, if he came to the Astros, I would flip. I would love it. I, I would be first in line to buy a jersey. First in line. <laughs> I I would have to reconcile some fucking feelings if Juan Soto that, that, came to the Astros. I feel like I feel like Juan Soto is one of the very few players that we don't agree on. I would, I would have I to, I would have to reconcile. I would have to reconcile <laughs> feelings. Boy, mm. anyhow. So that that leads me into then the new rules oh, of the wait. pitch clock. Of the pitch clock. Now I have seen so many rants on my timeline. All the rants on my timeline, and I have one word for. 94 and three quarters percent of my timeline. I can't wait. Cur- curmudgeons. Curmudgeons. That's, that is my word. Don't, don't come for me. Don't come for <laughs> me fans. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, if any of you tell me that the reason I don't mind the pitch clock is because I am a quote unquote casual fan and or a new fan, I will find you and I will punch you straight in the throat. (laughs) Okay. One, definitely not a casual fan. When I tell you that I watch 162 games, plus some. Yeah, you definitely watch more than that. Okay. I'm watching literally all of the Astros games, plus any game that I have fantasy players on. I'm now in four fantasy leagues for this upcoming season, Shelby. So when I tell you that I will be Wait, consuming. Hold on. Why have I not had an invite to fantasy baseball? Like, I'm really ass hurt. I'm not even going to lie because I really want to play fantasy baseball. This okay. Year. 
Well, so I ha- so I have a league for you then, Shelby. I have a league, and it's the one that I'm the commissioner of, and it is the wild, wild fucking West. When I tell you that, like, odds are There's someone's no going to slap someone on a baseball field, that that may happen, <laughs> okay, from this from this league. But I am I don't and I don't I will I will invite you in them, and it'll be delightful. It'll be the wild, wild west. Anyhow. So don't don't come at me when you say that I'm a casual fan. Nope, I will fight you. I will literally you will catch these hands. I may be little, but I'm scrappy as fuck. Okay? Like don't have any athletic ability. But I will fight you. I it is not about the length of the game. It is about pace of play. And that is what I need people to get their minds wrapped in, into. Okay? It is not... I don't give a fuck if the, the game lasts two and a half hours. I am so locked into any, to any and all of these pitches that I, I don't care. I do not care. And I've lost Shelby. I don't know where she's gone. Shelby, are you there? Yeah, I can't see you either. I'm a little sad. I'm very sad. Like I can't share, I can't stare at your beautiful face, Shelby. What's going on here? Um, so I'm glad that I can still hear you though. Anyhow. So yeah, so pace of play is the, the whole thing with this, with this pitch clock. Okay. And then my other thing that people have said, oh my God, well, if the pitch clock is going and these innings are getting over so, so quickly, do you know how much concession sales are going to go down? And this is what I have to say to those motherfuckers who are talking about concession sales. There you are. These owners do not give one flying forking fuck about concession sales. They don't care. Do you know why? Because these teams are getting paid a bajillion and a half dollars to be putting fucking patches on the goddamn jerseys. Yeah, not the patches. <laughs> okay, so do, like they do not care about your sixteen dollar hot dog that you are not buying because of this pitch clock. They don't. They don't care. They do not care. It's gonna save me some money. That's for sure. I'm not gonna buy as many fifteen dollar Crawford box. Um, you know, but my I like the pitch clock. I do. I like it, and I agree. Pace of play is quicker. There's going to be a readjustment period for everybody, okay? everybody. But everybody's flipping out. It's so new. Yesterday was the first fucking day. Sorry, day before. But first fucking day of it, okay? I mean, these guys have been getting in the box. They've been taking live at-bats. They've been having the pitch clock, but it hasn't been in real time until yesterday, okay? Yes. Or day before yesterday, but yesterday was a big day. Yeah. It's new. It's new. It's fresh. Everybody's going to get so fucking worked up about the hype. That's all it is. Yes. Well, and I have seen so many angry people about that. uh, The Red Sox game ending. Ending because of the ending because of the pitch clock. Spring training. It's so everyone's like, oh, my God, cities will burn when this happens. To decide game seven. Okay, motherfuckers. Like, first off, it's not. Okay? Like... Oh, it, it, it might. I mean, it's. I, I would flip the fuck out. I would flip the fuck out. I'd be like, oh my gosh, but... It's not, though. It's not. Because it's here's the thing. Insane. Like, 
one, it's spring training, but the but the umpires have been instructed to crack down on this shit, to be super stringent on this, so that when it comes to Game 7 of the World Series, these motherfuckers aren't going to do it. And quite honestly, I, I think they're going to relax it for um, the pit the pitch clock for the for championship series i they they may do away with it altogether or they may well but i don't think they will and and reason being is like and this is with any umpire um governing organization right so this is softball baseball does not matter every year they get together and they always have one point of emphasis right Mm -hmm. it may be like box one year it may be in softball might be like illegal pitches it might be runners leaving early, obstruction, things like that. And they're going to, they're specifically told when they are working that that is their point of emphasis. And so okay. we're going to see it. It's it's going to be cracked down all year. It, it will be. It will be. I think it's going to be a little bit more nuanced than it, than it was this, the first, I mean, first, second day of, of spring training. But I think the players... The pitchers, everyone will adjust. Everyone will adjust. Look at Pete Alonso. Did you see Pete Alonso yesterday? I did not. Did not watch that game. Pete Alonso, coming off a defense, he knew he was, like, the leadoff the next inning. He sprinted off the field so that he could, like, woosaw and get ready for his (laughs) at-bat. We're already seeing adjustments happen. What? Yes. They are professionals, people. They are professionals, and they get paid a bajillion and a half dollars to play a game. They will adjust. Now, will we see more injuries from starting pitchers? I don't think so. Do you think that... Do you think that more... This is a... It's a... All it is, it's mental. That's all it is. Like, nothing else really has to change. Now, granted, like, Luis Garcia has to change his uh, wind-up. Yes. Mental. It's not like he's changing his entire pitching mechanics. Is he, though? Is he not, though? Because the whole cha-cha, slide, throwing it's, thing, no? It is. It's a staple, right? It's uh-huh. a staple, and that's what we expect out of Luis Garcia but at the end of the day, everybody gets into the same exact position to throw a pitch, right? I don't know. You, I have thoughts. You, uh, I mean, like, like maybe because, I, you know, I've never actually thrown a baseball or a softball with any sort of it's, it's authority. Just a whole, it's a whole mental fuck. That's all it is. It's a whole mental fuck. Okay. It's, it's mental timing. It's all this. Well, we will, on uh, our sister show, Back That Astros Up, if you have noticed that we don't talk as much Astros on this show and you were disappointed, guess what? Don't be, because there's lots more content coming your way with the Astros, because we have Back That Astros Up, where we will talk strictly 100% Astros all of the time. And on that show, which we are going to record here shortly, we have a, an actual pitcher. Um, from the University of St. Thomas, Cameron. Cameron Craig. I can't wait. Can't wait I'm very excited. Uh, he has lots of thoughts on the pitch clock, and his thoughts do not line up with our thoughts, <laughs> Shelby. So it will be, it will be exciting. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so that show happens live on YouTube every Sunday. 
Follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, all of the socials to find out when we record that. And you can also be interactive with that because like you can type in your little comedy comps and uh, chat with us while we do the show. Anyhow, a little plug over there for the Back That Astros show on the Variety Sports Network. Uh, we love them. Go support. We like that over there. Anyhow, so I... People are going to be so mad. People are going. People are going to cancel us because we are not stepping in line with this whole "we hate the pitch clock," Shelby. So I'm not. My, I'm not. At the, at the end of the day, the rules are rules, and you have to adjust to them. Like it's just it's it's not worth. Have you ever? There, there's a book. It's called "The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck." Have you ever read it? I've not read it. I've heard about it, but I've not. So read literally, it. it's like the self-help book, and it's like you only have so many fucks to give throughout your day, and you need to like prioritize them, right? Because there's only so many. I'm not going to give a fuck about the pitch clock. That's not. It's not a priority to where I'm just going to. You're flip such out a casual it. fan, Shelby. Oh my god, why? You know what? I'm still going to buy my $100 Astros ticket. I'm still going to buy my $15. Carbock beer, right? It, so it's not going to matter. It's, it's not going to change the way that I consume the game. It's just not. If anything, it will let me consume more baseball. And at the end of the day, isn't that what it's about? Consuming all of the balls in your mouth? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Maybe for you. <laughs> yeah, that concludes uh, our show today. Uh. <laughs> But I mean, but truly and honestly, isn't it about trying to consume as much? I mean, if you love the game, if you love baseball as much as everyone is saying, oh, my God, I love baseball so much. You're changing my game. If anything, it you get to watch more baseball now. We and we like we are routine people. That's how we are as humans. Like we thrive off of routine and we don't like being uncomfortable. This is uncomfortable for everybody. We haven't seen it before. Get the fuck out of your comfort zone and just deal with it. Is what it is. Right. What else, what else are you gonna yeah. do? Boycott? Are you gonna boycott? And not watch a single game? Not nothing? Like unfollow every single baseball account that you you know? It's just you're yeah you're not you're not. And Rob Manfred knows that. He knows that. Hey, guess what? You love baseball. You love baseball so much. You are going to watch the baseball. It you're going matter. to watch yeah. it, and you're. You may not like it, but you're going to fucking talk about it. You're going to fucking talk about it, aren't you? I mean, this this has given us all the fucking content because people are hyped. People are hot. So They have, they have, uh, they hit down on the pitch clock in college baseball, too. If you're, I know you don't watch a lot of college baseball, but you need to start watching college baseball because it is amazing. Um, I've watched more college baseball than probably anything else this week, but like LSU, uh, who were they playing? They were up like seven to three and it ended on a pitch clock violation. The game ended. So that happened. And then I was watching uh, Tennessee. Tennessee's a fucking powerhouse. Um, they have Did the, the pitch clock one. just come in though for, for college ball? And is it the I same? Guess, I guess it's one tiny? of the, the point of, maybe point of emphasis. I mean, like I haven't seen it before, but I mean, I was watching, uh, uh, I think they're playing. I was watching Tennessee. Tennessee was playing somebody, and he got hit. The hitter got hit on a pitch clock violation. 
Because he so, wasn't looking um, looking up? He wasn't prepared? Yeah, or was he, he actually like he out of the box? Ready or whatever. But So, yeah. But Tennessee has the number one uh, pitching prospect um, in the country. And I got to watch him throw the other day. And he's fucking sick. He's filthy. Who's the... Who's the ambidextrous guy that throws like 95 oh, from, from one side and 92 State. from? Yeah, the guy from Mississippi State. Oh, that's that was unreal. That was unreal. Like uh, let's just that is, that is magical. Here, let's come out here right-handed and throw 98, and then uh, let, me, let me just switch it up. Oh, lefty hitter. Let me just go. That was Does he do that? Does he do that? I, I haven't watched I mean, enough of of him. I have to. I haven't watched. I mean, I saw the the clips on uh, uh, on Twitter, but yeah, like if you pay attention to righties, he's throwing right handed, and then to lefties, he's throwing left handed. That's uh, that is amazing. <laughs> that's so cool. That is. That's crazy. I'm one. I'm amazed at anyone with any sort of athletic ability because obviously uh but the fact that like you can do that shit not with your like non-dominant hand that's that is amazing i do you uh, think he's do you think he is that i mean obviously he's he's better conditioned because he's using both sides of his body so like the things are i wonder what happened yeah i wonder what happens if he gets injured right he has like (laughs) Shoulder problems, right-handed. It's like oh, I'll just use the other one, right? You know, cool. I, I got to, this. I used to have a coach that would, uh, like, man, my arm hurts. He's like, it's all right. You got two of them. Use the other one. I mean, like this guy could literally do that. <laughs> but no, like, and I, I, I'm gonna touch on one more thing with college baseball. Um, I don't think you realize like how good the baseball is around here. A and M is ranked. Texas is ranked. Texas Tech is ranked. LSU is ranked. That's all like very close, right? Oh, you mm-hmm. always has a good product. I was watching Slam Marcus. Oh, Slam Looking Marcus. Hey, yes. their social media guy is great. I don't, great. I don't, I don't know who the, I don't know who the Bobcats social media guy is, but like, let me tell you, I have been watching all of the of the San Marcus, um, Texas State clips on on Twitter. I was like, wow. So that is who you're actually, you have, I have some homework for you this week. Number one, watch, watch some college baseball. Number two, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Tonight. So what is it? Sunday, the 26th is the first time that college softball is going to be on MLB network. I have questions, Shelby. Besides, besides pitcher's mound being closer. Right. Are all of the rules basically the same? Pretty much. It's just it's closer. It's faster. It's 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 faster. I mean, what um, pitching mound is forty three feet. Bases are uh, sixty feet. Um, fences are usually like two hundred. Okay, so uh, smaller field. Small. Like, everything's just smaller. It's just more compact. It's a more compact game. Is obvious. Okay. I always I always was so confused why softball. Why the, why the balls were bigger in softball <laughs> and the balls were smaller in baseball. And then in my head, I was like, oh, it's because guys just don't like handling big balls. But really and truly, they have bigger hands. I don't understand why they wouldn't. Like, I don't understand how, how girls are throwing the softballs and they're doing, they're doing like the cr- crazy, like Ryan Stanick shoving softballs down there. I was like, what is happening? How are you doing this? So 
you got to watch it tonight. It's uh, the number one and number two team in the country. It's OU and UCLA. They're going to play tonight, and it's going to be a great game. Okay. Will they, will they will they slap will they slap the ball around? They will slap the ball around. Okay. Because I was I was mansplained earlier this week, and I'm still hot about it. <laughs> like I'm still very hot about it. Like <laughs> there are there is literally slappers in softball. Like okay, they they slap they slap slap yeah. balls right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, in both never mind. Uh, in all areas of no, I'm just kidding. So yeah, I I literally literally he's like he's like let me explain something to you. There's mm. something called slapping the ball. Okay, first off, motherfucker, don't don't do that. Don't do that. Okay, like I. Unless I specifically ask you to explain something to me, like I'm five years old, don't, don't assume, don't assume. It's just, it just, it's going to make me mad. And then I'm going to have to find you and throw a punch you. So (laughs) I'm still very, I'm still very mad about it because the whole, the whole reasoning he was trying to mansplain what slapping the ball meant to me was he was telling me that because we were arguing about the shift and how. We weren't arguing. We were having a discussion about the shift and how it, it's it's not that hard. It's not that hard to hit a ball somewhere, directing the ball somewhere. I'm all, I, I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. I feel like if what you're saying is true, that that hitting a ball that is coming at you 98 miles an hour with like 20 inches of ride I feel like if that was an easy feat, that there would be a lot more motherfuckers that would be MLB players. I'm just saying, if it's if it's that fucking easy, why the fuck aren't you doing it? You got to hit, a, you just, you gotta hit a round thing with a round thing. You have to hit a round thing with a round thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, ball, that, physically, that physically sounds <laughs> Oh, okay. It's that easy? Cool. Cool. Let me just go. Let me just go do that. Let me just... You you just gotta choke up on the bat, and you just you just gotta slap the ball. Don't 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 do that. Yeah, that's, no. that that that, that just diminishes that diminishes all all of the players when you say that it is not that hard. Maybe maybe not that hard in like now. Granted, I think Tony Gwynn would still be an amazing player in this day and age. I mm-hmm. don't I don't I maybe don't think that he would be as amazing because. People are throwing 98 miles an hour with 20 inches of ride. Like the, it wasn't, it wasn't that fast back then. It may have been easier, a little bit easier to, to hit a ball going 84 miles an hour versus 98. I'm just saying. So anyhow, did you see Shelby, all of the cuteness in the spring trainings with the dogs? No. The, oh my God. It was my absolute favorite thing ever this week. It was so cute. It was major league players with the puppies, and they were the puppies were just loving on them, and they were just loving on the puppies, and it was just so cute. And I need I need more doggo plus baseball player content. That's that's there what I need. There is um, who is it? I think it's the. It's a hockey team. I think it's the Senators, the Washington Senators. They have a puck pup. That's adorable. 
And they have a lab that goes out there and gets the pups. Like he's the well, team they, dog. One of the one of the um AAA teams, I wanna say for Seattle actually. Like it's Where the bat dog. Yes, it's yes. the bat dog. Yes, uh, Riley, I think. Is that it's a the Tacoma Rain Rainier Rain Rainier Rainier? Rainier? I think Okay. But, but that's, um, I, I think I I feel like all all of the, the teams need to institute that. I think every, I think every every professional sports team needs a team dog. Though the Texans have one. The Texans have a team dog. Why do the Astros not have a team dog? I don't know. If I, I'm, to, I need it to happen. I need to go watch batting practice and I need to see a dog shagging balls. I need to see oh that. My God. That would be amazing. I'd be so excited about it. Um, I have a really fucking hilarious story to tell you that I just remembered that I needed to tell you. It is baseball related. Ooh, I like it. Let's do it. <laughs> so, Even if it wasn't baseball related, Shelby, I don't give a fuck. Let's go. It's our show. We can do whatever, so whatever I have we want. A, uh, you know, I, I play a lot of MLB The Show, right? And the, the content from this last year's game has kind of died down. So the only thing I'm playing right now is what's called Roads to the Show. So you like make a player and then play the career, right? Okay. So made a player he's like the fucking greatest of all time right like by far right and he gets to he makes his debut i think in like 23 or 24 the year is now 2046 and they will not let this motherfucker retire and i'm getting (laughs) really i'm getting super fucking aggravated because like i'm ready to move on like you know i'm ready to move on and they give you the option to retire he's hit like 900 home runs in in his career and he's had like 4000 hits and like 10000 at bats or something like that and they give you the option to retire and i'm like okay i'm ready to retire like he's won like 12 mvps like so it gives you the option to retire you say you're going to retire and you're doing like your farewell tour and they continue to give me fucking contracts at the end of the year so like it, 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 they won't let me fucking retire i'm like 43 years old in the game right now <laughs> dropping 35 home runs a year and they will not i'm like let my guy ride off in the fucking sunset like let me retire so you're telling me that you made like albert pujols is what you is is what you is what you're doing like albert like like prime albert pujols Got like the, the guy not has, like, like angels Albert Pujols, but like the guy has like a three fifteen lifetime batting average. <laughs> he's nine hundred home runs, and I'm like fucking let him retire. Like, but yeah, I get. I, I say I'm gonna retire. They do all the fun stuff. They like, oh, it's your last ride. You get these little cutscenes and stuff, and you're like, oh, thank God, finally gonna be done. You get to the end of the year go to the off season and instead of it being like congratulations on a great career it's like you have been offered a one-year contract for 14 million dollars and you're like i'm like that is hysterical anyways i just had to share that with you but obviously like you can turn that contract down though can't you like can you be like nope nope i don't i don't care about your bajillions of dollars i've literally done that i've like not i've declined every contract but then it gets to spring training and it's like you have not you do not have a contract for this upcoming season. You must try out with the team in spring training. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> That's hysterical. That's so funny. Um, so, oh, I had another point on the pitch clock. Let's, we're, we're going to go back because it reminded me of like your story. This is my ADHD brain. Your story <laughs> reminded me of 
like super amazing talent and scoring and offense, mm-hmm. which reminded me about the pitch clock argument about one of the people's were that like one of the arguments on my timeline uh, was saying, well, if the whole point of the pitch clock was to shorten games, how are you going to shorten games when there's more offense? Okay. So the D backs and the A's, mm-hmm. the Astros daddy played a game yesterday and it was 12 to seven. I think that was like the, the final score, 12 nice. to seven A's, the athletics, that game lasted three hours and three minutes. I want to say when the normal game is lasting three hours and like 34 minutes, mm-hmm. there's your offense. Okay. There's your offense. That's a high scoring game. It lasted three hours. The, our spring, the Astro spring training game, that was what? Three to two. So like two hours and 30 minutes, something like that. Two hours and 30 minutes. Yep. So, uh, curmudgeons, curmudgeons, y'all. If you don't know what the the meaning of curmudgeon means, go look it up, okay? So, life lesson plus a vocab word, because we're givers here on the Bourbon and Baseball Show. We want to give you the life lessons and vocabulary words, but don't cancel us when you look up curmudgeon and you find <laughs> out what it means, okay? We still love you, even though you're curmudgeons. But that was, yeah, that was my, my thing on that as well. So do you, I only watched the, the Mets Astros game Mm -hmm. and I was half asleep for the A's game. So I don't, I didn't see anybody. I wasn't really paying attention to the A's game when I was watching it, but I didn't really see people steal, but I know that the Astros had like four steals in their spring training game yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as I got on first, Brandon they were like, Brandon was the starting pitcher. <laughs> Brent, yes, Brandon Belak was this was the starting pitcher. Um, I know that we we said that we weren't going to give too much Astros content on on here, but we got to give a little bit of Astros content because you know, shout out Lance McCullers. What, what what are we doing, sir? I love you and your glass elbow, but what the fuck? <laughs> like, hello, Hunter Brown. Welcome to the starting rotation. I mean, we knew that he was going to be kind of in the starting rotation, but I honestly thought that he was going to have that swingman, like Christian Javier role that, that Javi had last, last right. season, right? I wasn't expecting like spring training straight out the gate, Hunter Brown slotting in fourth starter, fifth starter. What, what are we thinking here? I have feelings that I will drop on because I'm really I'm honestly not surprised I guess okay um condense condense said feelings and well if you want to know more about Shelby's feelings go to the back that Astros up podcast on the variety sports network please and thank you I um I'm more worried about he I mean I don't know how much load he can handle i guess because <laughs> drop the load i'm like on a roll today <laughs> i don't know i mean like how has he prepared right because like relievers pre- prepare diff- differently than everyday starters and like what is he going to do come out and out the gate and start throwing three four five innings in spring training off the jump has he been prepared like that before 
How did he? I don't know. I mean, how many? How many innings did he pitch? There's so many questions. How many? Well, now I have to look it up, Shelby. But that that that's 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 my thought. Like I just don't. Where? I can't find the hole. Um, I was gonna I was gonna plug in my other I was gonna plug in my other monitor so that I could look it up, but I can't I can't find the hole. Can't get it in. Things that never mind. Um. <laughs> I, how many games did he start for us last season? Oh, I, I can't. I want to say he started at least five, right? But yeah, and then you got to remember. I mean, like, I, and on a, a healthy guy, right? Healthy guy's going to throw what fifteen to twenty starts, right? A year? You'd hope, anyways. You would well, hope. Okay, let's see what. All right, hold on. Let's see how many how many games Christian Javier started last year. Because, like I said. I honestly assumed Hunter Brown was going to have that swingman role that Javi had. Is McCullers going to go to the bullpen now, you think? Is he going to pull a smolt? Okay. I thought I thought John Smoltz was a was a starting pitcher his entire career. <laughs> he was a starting pitcher and then he went into the bullpen and mm-hmm. ended his career in the bullpen? Is that what yeah, I'm saying? I'm pretty sure, okay. yeah. I'm I'm like hold on let me let me validate my thoughts my baseball history it's been a while Okay show advanced pitching let's see I'm on baseball reference on my phone y'all because I can't find the hole on my computer Um where is Show miners. I don't want to show miners. I want to. I don't want to show projections either. Baseball reference. Oh my gosh! In Why 2002, he won the National League Reliever of the Year award. <laughs> so I say he was in the bullpen. He was in the bullpen. Okay. So um, he he went to close. He had like a 50 save season in 2002. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. I forgot about that, but yeah, you did roll into the bullpen. Okay, so Javi had 148.2 innings pitched last season. Um, 30, 30 games. Here, where is see more advanced pitching? Yes, please. <sighs> not postseason, not betting against. Where is neutral advanced pitching? Okay, I cannot find this on my phone. And also, my eyes are very, very tired. I muted my mic so that you wouldn't hear my dogs barking, but now <laughs> they're just going to bark. You get to hear my lovely dogs bark. Okay, I cannot I cannot find the what I actually wanted to find on here. Um so we will have to we will have to find that. But I think that I honestly think that Hunter Brown will be okay. I think he'll be okay. Hell. I think as Astros fans, we've gotten we have gotten used to 
our starters going deep into games and going six, seven innings when pretty much not all of the other teams, but a lot of the other teams starters are going five. Mm-hmm. They're going five innings. So I think if, if, if Hunter Brown can give us five innings and then we give some guys out of the pen, a couple of, couple of innings, Seth Martinez, JP France. I mean, obviously Brandon Belak is trying to try to break in. If the unicorn force Whitley ever does any of the things and stops taking his Adderall or gets a prescription, uh, maybe <laughs> Force Whitley can can do the things right. All right. So, oh, I hope so. So I think I, I think we'll be fine if Hunter Brown can give us five, hand it off to the bullpen. Seth Martinez, Brandon Belak, JP France, and then um, seven, eight, nine. Any sort of combination of Stanek, Her- uh, Harris, Naris, Abreu, Montero. Naris, Presley, what like we have there's this so, there's so much that we can do in our bullpen. Like, but I mean, we all know that. Yeah. So I, flexibility. I think I think we'll be okay. I think we'll be okay. Is it a little worrisome? Yes. Lance McCullers, can I give you my elbow? Yeah, take Maybe. my shit. I don't need it anymore. I don't right. Die. I would so, give my. Um, I, I really wasn't surprised when that when that came out. Um. But, you know, I have other questions, too. Like, how are we fucking managing these guys in the offseason, right? You're done. Lingering injury. Why the fuck is his hand still hurting? <laughs> Anyways, we'll, we'll, we can get into that on our live show. Yeah. We'll get into that on, on the Back That Astros Up show. Um, I don't know why we're plugging it because you'll hear this after that. But for, like, further future episodes, go check it out. Um, also, if you... Like Shelby and I, if you think that we are cool, cool chicks and you want to come hang out with us live in person, you can do that. Because guess what? We are having a meetup March 26th. It is a Sunday at Brewski's. Look, Shelby, I didn't even say Sharky's. I'm very yeah. proud of myself. <laughs> After <I had> the <laughs> right? You're like, you were, it was on the tip of your tongue, Shelby. I know. Um, at Brewski's. Uh, from 11 to 1, odds are we probably hang out a little bit longer, but those are the official quote-unquote hours. Um, we will have, we may or may not have merch, I don't know, but you can hang out with us. I don't know if we're going to actually record a show. I've not figured out the logistics of that, um, but we may just we may just go live like on our Insta and just hang out and do fun things. And by fun things, I mean like drink and eat. And if you don't drink, that's fine too. Just eat, come hang out, say hi. We can talk ball in person. Um, I can tell you funny, funny stories. Oh my God, Shelby. I can tell you my edible story. It will be delightful <laughs> in person. So, so good. Okay. So, cause that is a story that can only be told live because there are actions <laughs> that need to be done it's a very good in-person story. Anyhow, you can do that. Shelby will be there. I will be there. Uh, Olivia will probably be there. Olivia is yeah, super awesome. There. Look, she got me a spring, spring training shirt. Oh, I love that. I so cute. She is the best. Um, 
if you come, Olivia may give you feet pictures. No, I'm just kidding. Olivia won't give you feet, feet pictures. <laughs> she better. If you money out, she will. <laughs> um, no. Um, so, yeah. So, we, I will make a actual post on all of our socials with all of the information, uh, directions to the Brewskis in Stafford, because that is the location that we will be at. If you show up to any of the other locations, we won't be there. We will be only at the Brewskis in Stafford's, in Stafford's, in Stafford. <laughs> I will make a very fun graphic with fun pictures of Shelby and I to post oh, on the socials. Gyms. Yes. Um, Shelby will actually retweet those. She will get on her Twitter and she will retweet those because that is her job. Not her job, but she will. I have not been on the social very much at all. I know. I'm aware, Shelby. Hence why I'm trying to air you out on uh, on the show. Mm -hmm. I'm taking a page out of our favorite favorite baseball player, Dallas Braden's book, <laughs> and pretending like we are Jared Carabas and Dallas Braden. Which one would you? <laughs> am I Jared? Are you Dallas? I don't know. I feel like we're both Dallas. I feel like we don't have a Jared on the show. I can no? see it for sure. For sure. Okay. I, I Anyhow. Gotta find, I got to find Dallas energy, though. Like, that guy is just, oh, like, on another level. He is. He I, I freaking love Dallas. Anyhow, he says he says his shit with his, with his chest. Um. Anyhow, guys, thank you. We are going to end the show. Again, five-star ratings, reviews. Please go and review us. We have fallen off of the charts, and that hurts my heart. Even Australia. Australia no longer loves us. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Australia probably still loves us, but we have fallen off the charts. Uh, we would like to get back on said charts because you know what? Like we're fucking amazing. And I, I'm going to just say, it. I'm going to just say it. There are other podcasts out there that are less awesome than ours that have less dynamic hosts than ours that are ranked. Okay. And that hurts my heart a little. So I'm going to need y'all to get, get on your shit. Okay. Lead off hitter Kyle Tucker with a the single. Oh. I just wanted to let you know that. Did he did he spit? Did he spit and do the things? I need to know his timing. We'll talk oh, about that on another sorry, show. Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't get dig that deep into it. Just okay. Hey now. Um that that three extra inches definitely does help. So again, we're gonna end the show. Go rank, review. Say nice words to us on the YouTubes. Come hang out with us at Brewskies, Sharkies, whatever, March 26th, 11 a.m. We may or may not have merch that say, look at my yiddies. <laughs> yiddies and beer. <laughs> yiddies and beer. Um, and with that, we will close the show. You guys can find us on all of the socials. SuzyQ111 on Twitter. Underscore Shell. Miller on Twitter, the Instagram bourbon and baseball pod, the YouTubes bourbon and baseball pod, the 